Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. If you want to hear more than just this highlight from the program, become a Coast Insider, and you can listen to the full episode plus recent shows covering the mysterious death of Kurt Cobain, the possibility that government may soon reveal the truth about UFOs, and the power of witchcraft as told by an actual practicing witch. Start listening now by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. We've got an amazing couple hours coming up with Suzanne Wilson, who is a medium, very intuitive expert, spiritual teacher. She says she was born gifted, of course, but hid in the psychic closet while working as a corporate executive until a near-death experience changed her mind about what matters most in life and the afterlife. She's also working on a symposium called the Afterlife Symposium in Scottsdale, Arizona. I will be one of the keynote speakers there on September 15th. I'll tell you more about that a little bit later on in the program. Suzanne, welcome. I love this topic of angels and spirit guides. Good to have you back. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me back. It is an exciting topic. It really is. Tell me about your life as a corporate executive and how you stayed back with all this. Well, I found out when I was a young child that I wasn't a cool kid because I would see spirit lights and spirit people around other kids and teachers, and it would get me in trouble. I kind of had a big mouth, and so I learned very early on just to go in the closet, don't talk about what I can see and feel, try to block it out, and I focused on my education, getting a bachelor's, a master's, having a great career as a university administrator, a founding director of a center for leadership and innovation, an HR director, yada, 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 amassed (laughs) all this stuff and money and was not happy at all. You were missing something, but did you know what you were missing at that time? Not really, George. I would go to spiritual development seminars on the weekend and psychic development courses, and I kept it a big secret because I was ashamed of it. I didn't want to be a woo-woo person. Now, what is a research medium, which is what you are? A research medium is someone who will volunteer to be studied in double-blind and triple-blind scientifically designed experiments that will prove that the medium is not using any false means to get their information. And um, there are several institutes that are doing work like that out there. And I think it's a way to give back because we who have developed our facility to connect with those who are not now in bodies really owe it to science to work with them, those scientists, the few of them that are willing to work with us, to give the evidence that life is forever, so shouldn't we behave a little better and make the most of it while we're still here? Now, who would test you? Scientists or institutions? Who would do that? Pretty much both. I've worked with Dr. Gary Schwartz at the Soul He's Song good. Foundation, he and I know you know good. Gary very well in studies. I've worked with Sonia Rinaldi at the Institute for Advanced Instrumental Transcommunication Studies in Brazil, and One of the things that Gary has had me work on is connecting with those who are in the spirit world that are helping develop the soul phone. And there are many research mediums that he qualifies very rigorously and tests, and he can triangulate information that he gets 
from the mediums independent of each other. We don't know what the other mediums are doing, and we can prove that we have scientists on the other side helping develop communications. Are spirit guides angels, or are angels well, spirit guides? <laughs> you know what? I, NASA has said that there are something like 2,000 billion galaxies out there, huh. and about 90% of them are unexplored. I used to say I'm not really an angel person because I thought angels were too popular and too woo-woo. Yeah. Remember, I did not want to be perceived that way. And then I saw one for the very first time. And I got to tell you, I really think, George, that one person's angel is another person's E.T. There are loving beings from other galaxies that really want to help the Earth. They're not all out kidnapping people and doing experiments on them. Unfortunately, I do believe that that does happen. But we've got friends helping us from other worlds. Tell me about this sighting. Of the angel? Uh Uh-huh. Well, it was pretty weird. I have to tell you, I was space clearing my house, you know, where you walk around with sage and you try to bring in good energy. And I had never done anything like that before, but I had to sell this darned house. And I, I looked it up on the Internet and they said, call in an angel to help you <laughs> and have them stand in the middle of the home. So I just followed it. Okay, next step, call it an angel. I call it an angel to help me. I had all but forgotten about it, came around the corner holding my sage, and there was this nine-foot being that really, to me, looked like an E.T., but I felt tremendous love and peace and protection emanating from it in waves. And before I could even make a move, it was gone. So I said, well, I guess I got my angel. Now, does everybody have that kind of a spirit guide? I really do believe that every single person has their own spiritual team of beloved people and pets and spirit that are helping them and looking after them. But there are also guides, many of whom have lived in incarnations on the earth, but some of them haven't. Some of them have come from other places because they have an interest in something that we are doing that may in the future have a ripple effect and either help humankind or help the earth. And they are not from here. We're talking with Suzanne Wilson about spirit guides and angels. Now, these spirit guides, do they all give us the good guidance, or are some of them tricksters and they try to ruin our lives? We will attract what we are putting out into the world. And so I always teach my students, get yourself centered, grounded, and protected. Monitor your thoughts, words, and actions, and then make the connection and then reach out for the advice. But, you know, Really, those who want to do us harm from other worlds are a very small percentage of the population Mm -hmm. of the spirit world, and they really want to go for the very low dregs of society. Normal, average, everyday, nice people who mostly do their very best and do the right thing won't attract bad, scary stuff. But the the bad ones that attract some of the uh, lower echelon types, what do they want with them? 
they want to feed on the energy. Some like, of they're them, like psychic vampires, they just, huh? They get their jollies on, on seeing suffering. And um, fortunately, no one is beyond help. Even we all have the promise of the potential for spiritual growth, whether we're dead or alive, believe it or not. Growth continues forever and ever and ever. So I don't worry too much about the scary, bad, evil stuff. I say it all as one word, scary, bad, evil. There's so many scary, bad, evil TV shows. I know it's out there, but your risk and exposure to it can be minimized. But you're convinced your spirit guide, or at least one of them, how many do we have, by the way? It depends on what's going on. There's one that is with you for your whole life. Some people call it the guardian. The guardian angel. Guide. I call it a master spirit guide, not because they're your master. You are the master of your own destiny, but because that one guide that stays with you from birth to death and in between lives knows everything about you as a soul and what you're here to work on and grow. But there are other guides that will come and go for a season or a reason, depending on what we're going through in our life. And they're more like subject matter expert guides, if you will. And you believe they're all extraterrestrial types? I don't think all of them are. In fact, I know not all of mine are. I have uh, my master guide who has only incarnated on the earth many, many times, but I became aware of a guide, and I didn't know as a child that this guide was from another dimension or planet or vibration, whatever you want to call it, but he was blue. Like, how many people are just solid blue color? But he would, he would appear wearing partial body armor and a sword at his side, Jeez. and he, yet he wasn't scary. Was he I bird-like? Only, he, he, no, he just looks like pretty much a person, but... Very tall, like and an very like different. an avatar. Remember oh, yeah. that movie? Yeah, they were all blue in that movie. Yeah, you know it's really strange though because there's not like a, a a totally solid human form to these folks, and that was my first clue. Of course, I'm a child. All I knew was the blue man protected me. If kids tried to beat me up at school, usually he would step forward. I would feel braver, and I would just handle it. And now he just shows up from time to time. He's not around all the time. But ever since I started working with uh, the Afterlife Research and Education Institute, and I made it a point to give back even more to the community and volunteer, he's with me a lot more now, and he seems to help clear obstacles in my path if I'm working on something that will help more people. So I, I think of him as a peaceful warrior. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.